0: The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big and win bigger with WinBet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play Fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head on over to sleeper.com SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. That's sleeper.com SGP. And we are also brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com SGP. That's ipvanish.com SGP. And also make sure to check out our brand new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord.
1: Hi, yo, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network episode 174 um dedication is going to go out to my co-host boyfriend Andre Orlovsky, who at ufc 174 uh beat Brandon schaub who most of us w- would like to get our hands on so um split decision of course because that's what uh, the uh Andrei of the past decade does but nonetheless he, he did beat up Brandon schaub and win so this goes out to you pitbull man uh, um who is this dedicating a podcast to you it's me boston strong jeff fox thanks for coming to the show uh the show of frivolity and tomfoolery and hopefully some leading mma picks but we're, we're pretty good at that as well this episode will be dedicated to the main portion of the ufc on london fight card um lots of fun fights if you're looking for the prelims which you definitely should uh, if you haven't listened to it already go back an episode we break down all eight of the prelim fights got some juicy dogs in there for you um there's plenty of money to be had in the prelims so uh, make sure you check that one out too all right um can't do this so i could do this on my own but he doesn't let me he always shows up uh who would that be that would be the gumby god daniel vreeland hello
0: i actually show up more often than you do you do he shows up. <laughs> yep. statistically there there been, there's been three episodes of this podcast of the 174 without you is that that correct uh, i think more maybe oh yeah because there's like two or three kcp episodes yep yeah maybe Maybe a Lucas Grandsire episode? Was there a Lucas Grandsire I episode? I think so. I'm did not I sure. not use it? Oh, maybe I just did him solo when I couldn't get Yeah, PC you did a solo when I yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good like that. But I've been on all 174 of them, so uh, True. I hope you, I hope you guys really have been enjoying show. the dulcet tones of my voice. Uh,
1: someone on the SGPN Discord, sportsgammypodcast.com Discord, Chad says he listens to us uh, to fall asleep at night. I don't know if it's compliment <laughs> or not, but he does so I've got
0: I've gotten people tell me we're, we're like they're running me more than no, any yeah I have that too yeah. yeah yeah that that one comes in a lot which I appreciate cuz I use yeah. uh I use sports podcasts to run for the most part as well so uh you know all the SGPN ones until I run out which uh, of I never would you I never even, will no you never will cuz you could listen to ones about uh disc Uh, it's not disc golf. You always say disc golf. I always always say disc (laughs) golf. No, it's it's ultimate. Ultimate. It's yeah, it's ultimate. That's different. That's it's ultimate frisbee. Yeah,
1: or uh, pretend horse racing. Pretend horse racing. Yep. And and then there's actual
0: and then there's actual horse racing. Actual horse racing.
1: WNBA, because girls play basketball too, apparently. Yeah, you know you, they like girls play basketball. they,
0: they do that happen? I, I <laughs> will say that that wound up being a very popular podcast too. Like the, the WMDA one is always getting reviews. Uh, speaking of reviews, if yes. you are new to the podcast or you are new to the Discord and you are enjoying what you get, uh, make sure to leave us a review. We got a slew of them a couple of weeks ago when I mentioned that at yep. the top, but then uh, we've we've petered out a little bit. So uh, help exactly. us and help us end July strong with like a handful more of uh, reviews for this podcast. Give us five stars on Apple Pod
1: there you go see you can tell Dan uh, hosts his own podcast because he he knows how to do all that stuff he just (laughs) stepped right in there and took over on me so um pretty exciting main card for this uh this event coming up would you not say
0: it's one of the better like you know like if we're not saying it's a numbered event one of the better non-numbered event uh Mm -hmm. main cards I've seen in a really long time not just in terms of like It's got a couple of prospects we like on it. It's got a couple of um, really tight fights. It's got weird style matchups. It's everything. Got a little something for everybody.
1: It does. So we should jump into it because we covered um, news of some fights and whatnot on the last podcast. So we can kind of jump right into the picks on this one. If you want to hear us talk about Nate Diaz and that stuff, go back to 173. Uh, If you want to hear me talk about win bet, you can hear that in every podcast, especially on this one right now. Make sure to get down on the wins, bet $50, win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out win bet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. And if that's not enough, they have the ultimate fantasy football experience. Bet $500 or more on sports or casino before the end of this month. So you got 10 days, people, July 31st. Uh, Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WynnBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WynnBet to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now let's move on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform to today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. The SGPN gang does. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by playing the new over-under game. It's super simple. First in any sport, choose two of more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, a number of points in basketball or hits in baseball, then choose the amount of money you want to enter in the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play it together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Daniel has a pick for Friday.
0: Yeah, so for Friday, uh, I'll take Drew Rasmussen in the over-on strikeouts. Uh, He's facing Kansas City, who kind of sucks, although they don't strike out a ton, I will mention. Uh, But he's coming off back-to-back five and six strikeout performances. I'll take Drew Rasmussen's over on the Ks. All
1: right, take that pick. Go over on your mobile phone. You probably have it in your hand right this moment. And join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. That's sleeper.com/SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com/SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All righty then. Moving on to the main card. This one is also on ESPN Plus, just like the prelims, and I believe it's a 2 p.m. Eastern start. No, that that can't be right. If there's eight prelim it, fights and they start at 11, uh, is it? That's
0: that's the starting time I saw listed too. But there ain't yeah, no way. Ain't no way they're going from noon to two and fit eight fights. If they do, we are in for some fast-paced action, uh, and I'm gonna be very excited yeah. about it. But uh, no, I I'd imagine three or 3:30 is the start time here.
1: Yeah, you'd think since it got bumped back. But anyhow, you'll be watching the prelims any, anyhow because you're a degen and you're a hardcore people. All right, light, heavyweights. Paul Craig versus Vulcan Ozdemir. Uh, Paul Craig, the bear Jew is 16, four and one, three knockouts, 13 submissions. So he's finished all of his fights. He's been knocked out three times, submitted once. So he's been finished in all of his fights that went the distance as well. Uh, the draw was the only fight that went the distance with him. Um, that was Shogun, right? I believe.
0: Uh, yeah. And then he came back and beat Shogun in the rematch too. He TKO'd yes. him.
1: Correct. Um, he is 8, 4, and 1 in the UFC. He's won four straight fights, and he's gone 5, 0, oh, and 1 over his last six. All of his fights have been finished, like I said. They're all finishes. He was the Bama champ. He also was a regional champ in MMA. He also was a grappling champion. He also was a kickboxer, professional kickboxer. Um, he's got an inch to an inch reach on Ozdemir. He outstrikes his opponents barely, uh, 0. 0.02, so almost the uh, narrowest of margins you can possibly get there. Um, grappling stats in his favor, plus 140. Ozdemir, no time, 17 to 6, 12 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out twice, submitted twice. 5 and 5 in the UFC, he's lost two straight. He's not won a fight since December 2019. He has fought at heavyweight before, 1 and 1 in Bellator. 2010, he's been a professional MMA fighter since. Was also a pro kickboxer, two years younger than the Bear Jew. Almost two times more active landing strikes, 1.9 times more active landing strikes to be exact. Outstrikes strikes his opponents by almost half a strike per minute, 0. 0.48. Minus 170. I'm going to go first as I let you go first to the prelims. Give me Paul Craig. Give me a dog right out of the gate. The man is on fire. He's another guy I don't think I'm going to pick against until he proves me wrong. And Ozdemir, I think we've already seen the best of him. He's, He's not looked good for quite a while now. So give me Paul Craig, please.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on this one. I'm, I'm uh, Paul Craig be. as well. I, yeah, I, that's why you jumped out too, because you didn't <laughs> exactly you knew you, you, knew you weren't uh, going out on a limb or anything like that, because uh, you already you already you wanted to be the first one on a dog. No, uh, yes. but but in all actuality, like pickball Craig here because Volkanos Ozdemir, as you mentioned, has been submitted twice, once by just like being badly out grappled by Anthony Smith, and I know Anthony Smith is a good grappler, but he's yeah. not like a paul craig good grappler right no. like he, he, he's no, good no, who
1: is not really
0: i mean at light heavyweight maybe nobody um yeah. and, and so like there's that and there's also the fact that just like at this time pa- paul craig is really figured out uh how to use his strikes to get in on his takedowns right like he, yeah. he he's slowly beginning to figure out that like he can't just be a jujitsu guy that lets the other guy come to him um, He started to put together really good takedowns. We saw him do it against Nikita Krylov. He took Shogun down a handful of times. I mean, like, he, he didn't take Jamal Hill down, but he, he does wind up getting that that finish goes down as being by strikes, right? Did he, did he get a TKO against Jamal Hill? Uh, was that when you broke his arm and yeah he broke his arm but then, he, but then for some reason they gave him like tko for punches from the bottom which like no his arm was fucking broken um yeah, for he, some reason he,
1: he was punching himself with his arm somehow yeah.
0: yeah that that's not a sub win for some reason um but like no i i mean i just think he's looked so good on the ground and is beginning to put his hands together i i think he's a steal here um at plus money against volkino's demir
1: no kidding we've had like last week, we had a bunch that we were like, okay, this is a steal. I'll get in on that. So hopefully this is one of those again. And this, it, once again, this isn't a little dog either. Plus 140 is a real good number. I don't really get it, but I'll take it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This feels like the Lauren Murphy one.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Women's flyweight. Molly McCann. She's going to be a fan favorite for sure uh, when, in the O2 Arena versus Hannah Goldie. Sorry about Goldie. 24K is the nickname. She's six and two with one knockout, one submission. She's one and two in the UFC. Won her last fight via submission. One low on the contender series. Used to fight down at strawweight. Two years younger than McCann. More active striker. Um, has outstruck her opponents by one point two strikes per minute in the UFC. Plus three hundred on her. What's her real last name, Dan? Go. Gold, Goldschmidt, right? Yes. Is she related it's to gold. Paul Goldschmidt, Dan?
0: I don't believe so. No. Um, don't. But it, it's weird. It's weird to see somebody just like shorten their last name like that, yeah. isn't
1: it? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah, it's it is interesting. But have you had her on the podcast to ask her why?
0: I have not. No, I have had Meatball Molly on the
1: podcast really? well, a couple of times. Oh, let's talk. Let's talk about Meatball. Of course, who no podcast is complete without Meatball Molly on it. Um, all right, she's 12 and four, five knockouts. She's been stopped once, and that's via submission. That's the only time she's been stopped in 16 pro fights. Five and three in the UFC. Uh, she seems to have figured things out. Uh, uh, she's won two straight. Last one via knockout. Uh, she has missed weight in the past. She is another former cage warrior champion. She also is a regional champion. Inch reach on goal. She outstrikes her UFC opponents by almost a strike a minute. a uh, 0.9 strikes per minute. Grappling stats in her favor, minus 400. Go ahead.
0: Okay, real question. Before uh, I just put my Molly McCann pick in here. Yes. Um, you know, you, you said in there, she seems to have figured things out recently. Do you think she's figured things out recently <laughs> or they have just given her... Yeah exactly what she needs to win yeah that that could be the case uh, because she cause... she she got EG on Kim and, and Luana Carolina neither of those yep. two are going to try to grapple her at any time um and, and like she does well against people who want to strike with her right Priscilla Cachoeira want to strike with her beat her Aram Lipsky beat her Deanna Bell Beach beat her uh you know EG on Kim Luana Carolina if you want to stand and strike with Molly McCann you lose Um, And then, you know, go to the people who tried to grapple her, Jillian Robertson, Talia Santos, uh, Laura Procopio, which, by the way, her name is coming up right now uh, as Laura Fritzen uh, now on on Tapology. I don't know why it's not Laura Procopio anymore, but she's Laura Fritzen Um, anyway. uh, But my, my point being here is that, like, this seems like a setup fight. For Molly McCann, uh, as they continuously seem to set her up in in London, Hannah Goldie not going to score any takedowns here. Probably going to try to strike with her, isn't going to look good doing so. Um, you know, I I just think Meatball Molly can you know, outwork her on the feed. I think she could mix in a couple of takedowns. They gave her somebody who she weirdly has a reach advantage over because Molly McCann doesn't have a reach yeah. advantage over very many people in the whole flyweight division. So yeah, yeah like it seems like a setup fight. Like, I'm going Molly McCann here. Wouldn't be surprised to see her get there out of there. She does seem to feed off that live London crowd.
1: Very true. Yeah. Um, good points. It seems like they realized what they had in her and, and, um, yeah, she was stumbling along to start off her career and they seem to know what to uh who to match her up with so meatball molly is the pick here i don't know about minus 400 so um all right moving on light heavyweights nikita Krylov versus alexander gustavson yes gustavson is back the mauler is back at light heavyweight too he's 18 and 7 as a pro with 11 knockouts three submissions he's been knocked out twice submitted three times ten and seven in the ufc uh, however, he's lost three straight fights uh, before that. He won two straight. So he's 0-3 over his last three and two and three over his last five. He's been finished in all three of his last fights. His last fight was at heavyweight. Right? That was back in July of 2020. His last win. And you want to guess how long it's been since
0: he's won a fight, then? Since he's won a fight. Was it when he beat Jan Blankovic? No, it was when he beat, mm, no, when he beat Glover Teixeira. Because yeah, um, um, he, he beat those two back-to-back, which yeah. is are his last two wins if i'm not mistaken right. uh that that's got to be 20 the late 2017
1: may of 2017 so even oh, worse. okay it's yeah, been over worse. five years since he's won a fight because he was on the on the uh, sidelines for a bit um 2007 he's been a professional fighter since two inches light, two inches reach on Krylov. he outstrikes his ufc opponents by 0.6 strikes per minute Grappling stats in his favor plus 160 uh Krylov, you know his nickname dan
0: Nikita Krylov is, well, he used to be the minor and he used yep. to be Al Capone.
1: Oh, okay. I have the minor. I don't have Al Capone, but I do. Yeah, he, was, that
0: he right. was Al Capone for like a minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, 27 and 9. 11 knockouts, 15 submissions. So he's finished everyone but one of his uh, wins, all of his wins there. Uh, he's been knocked out once, submitted six times, eight and seven in the UFC over two stints. He's lost two straight. He's won one of his last four. He got sub- subbed his last fight. He was the FNG champion. Used to fight it, heavyweight as well. 2012, he's been around as in MMA professionally. Five years younger than Gustafsson, striking and active striking stats in his favor. He outstrikes strikes his UFC opponents by almost two strikes per minute, 1.91, minus 195. Uh, I this is this I don't trust either guy, but I I really don't trust Gustafsson. Um, we haven't seen him for a long time, and he looked really bad when we did see him last. So um give me cry aloud from this one, please.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take Krylov, too, and you're right. I, I don't feel really good about either of these two, but I'll say this, like Krylov makes mistakes, right? Like that's one of the things that like categorizes his UFC career. If you go back and look like, you know, he got Von Flu choked by OSP, uh, which yes. is like funny. Um, he, he got taken down in arm triangle choked by Jan Blankovic, uh, which is a weird one. Um, he shot a dumb takedown and got submitted by Misha Sirkinov. Like he's done really dumb shit, uh, and wound up in bad situations and lost fights. He shouldn't lose. But here's the thing is like, Gus, isn't gonna take him out. Right? Like, I, I don't feel like Gus has got the finishing power anymore at his age and in his stage of his career. So like, if he ain't going to take him out what is he going to do to him? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, yeah. I don't know what his game plan is to win this. I mean, maybe outbox him. I, but like cry has got sub skills. He hits really hard. Uh, and with his slow as is, is Gustafson is right now. And as shitty as he looked on the mat, his last fight. I, I mean, I think krylov has got multiple methods to get the win here
1: in, uh, even older and more rundown. Um, Fabrice Verduum just totally owned him
0: that fight. So. Yeah, that that was yeah. a dumb move to heavyweight, by the way. Yeah. Yep. It was.
1: You know, it's not a dumb move. Uh, using IPVanish. You know, the browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's just like 89 months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6.5 on Trust Pilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP. Use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings as IPVANISH.com SGP. All right. Time to break down one of Dan's favorite fighters.
0: Patty Pimblet, right? I, like <laughs> I, I do enjoy watching Patty Pimblet. I am just... I, I will say this: I'm just so much lower on him than most people
1: are. Yes, very true. Did you hear uh, what he plans on doing after he beats Jordan Levitt on Saturday, Dan?
0: I heard what Jordan Levitt plans on doing if he beats Patty Pimblett. Uh,
1: what, what did he say? I don't think I heard his interview.
0: He said he was going to twerk on him and then right, go home.
1: Right. <laughs> Patty Pimblett's going to teabag
0: him. He said. So there you go. That's probably in response to the twerking. Yeah. I would have to guess. So yeah. Maybe
1: we. Maybe that can be the. Uh, Reward for or, or the punishment for whoever loses this season between you and me. Twerk. No tea bag.
0: I, I mean, I think it's a good. I think it's a good episode title: Twerk versus tea bag. Twerk versus <laughs> tweet.
1: But I'm afraid if it. I'm afraid if if we made it like you get tea bag if you lose, you're gonna throw it on purpose. I'm,
0: I feel. That that's what you think about me. Yeah,
1: that's what I think about you. Let's break down the fight, Dan. We're gonna tell you about Jordan. levitt Jordan, leave it alone. Uh, the monkey king. He's ten and one. One knockout. Six missions Never been finished in a fight. 3-1 in the UFC, he's won two straight fights, 1-0 in the Contender Series, used to fight at featherweight, striking stats in his favor, he outstrikes his UFC opponents by 0.67 strikes per minute, plus 210 on him. Paddy the Batty at Pimblitz, aka Owen Hart, 18-3, six knockouts, eight submissions, he's been submitted once, he's 2-0 in the UFC, both of his wins via finish, so four straight fights, he also is a former cage warrior champion. Also was a regional champion, used to fight at Bantamweight, used to fight at featherweight. How unbelievable is that when you see how big he gets uh, after these fights? But it's true, it's true. Uh, 2012, he's been fighting professionally since. Inch height, two inches of reach on Levitt. He's two about two and a half times more active landing strikes. He outstr- he's outstruck his UFC opponents by 2.18 strikes per minute, minus 260. Obviously, Dan's going to go with Levitt. He's going to tell you why
0: yeah I'm gonna go with Levitt. um <laughs> yeah, yeah, like predictable it might be predictable, but like man, like I don't know that he has the takedowns to get Pimwit to the mat like i I don't I, I'm gonna be real honest, like he might have them he might not have them uh, but the bottom line is like I, I think he's a better wrestler or a better grappler than Pimwi is, um like. The, the only person who's out grappled him that he's fought is Claudio Puelech, Um And that includes fights with Matt Salis and Trey Ogden, who are both pretty good grapplers. He subbed one of them. I mean, he subbed Luke Flores on Contender Series. Like, he's just like a, a really strong jujitsu specialist. Now, whether or not he's a good enough wrestler to get Pimwit down, I don't know. Pimwit probably has the striking advantage here. But I think at the end of the day, the like plus 205 swings me enough that like Levitt's worth a dabble here.
1: I'll give you I'll give you plus two ten. How's that sound?
0: Yeah, I like that. Even yeah. better, right?
1: Yeah, even better. Right. I'm I'm taking taking Pimblett. He's going to be the better striker, despite how horrible his striking as or sloppy his striking is looking. The UFC is still better than Levitt's.
0: And he, yeah, every, everybody's is better than Levitt's. Yeah, exactly. I I will say that. Le, Levitt yeah. doesn't look good on the feet. It kind of goes back to uh, if you listen to my breakdown last episode of Claudio Silva versus Nicholas Dalby, yeah, it feels a lot like that to me. Um, only Silva's like a little bit better of a wrestler than Levitt is.
1: Yeah, uh, and, and Pimblitz, uh, I don't think he's going to get in trouble on the ground. Um, he's good good at grappling as well. So let's let's take Pimblitz. Like I, I'm not as high on him as everyone else is either, but this is a winnable fight for him. Um, all right, I think we're going to get back on, back on the same page for the next fight. Middleweights, co-main event, Jack Hermanson versus Chris Curtis. Um, the action man, Chris Curtis, 29 and 8, 16 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, submitted once won three straight ufc fights he's taking this one on short notice he's won eight straight fights overall he used to fight at welterweight multiple regional championships on his mantle right one in three in pfl one no in the contender series 2009 he's been fighting professionally since he was two zero as a pro boxer he lands one and a half times more strikes per minute than Hermanson. he gets he outstrikes his ufc opponents by almost a strike a minute 0.95 strikes per minute minus 105 on him so he's a very slight dog uh the joker 22 and 7 11 knockouts six submissions two he's been knocked out twice submitted twice nine and five in the ufc he's won two of his last five he's gone loss win loss win loss he also is a former cage warrior champion he also has multiple regional championships on his mantle <laughs> you know, the on his part yeah you almost, I, I you I almost forgot the right
0: part to drop that <laughs> exactly
1: um 2010 he's been a pro since three inches late two inches of reach he outstrikes strikes his opponents by 1.14 strikes per minute grappin stats in his favor minus 115 um, I will not pick against the Action Man until he proves me wrong, so I will be going with Chris Curtis fight the short notice. Um, stats don't um, don't point to a lot of success short notice, but Curtis has uh, had success fighting short notice. This is his toughest opponent. He's fought Bilal Muhammad, but that was decades ago, so I think this is the toughest test he's had. But I think Hermanson's on the on the way down, and Curtis is definitely on the way up. Um, he showed how good his grappling was last fight, um, and he's got that explosive power in his hands. So, give me Curtis as a sled underdog.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you said it all in your breakdown, right? Like his the the fact that he stuffed Hódolfo Vieira, like that that to me, uh, it's all I need to know about this fight with Jack Hermanson cuz it's like Hódolfo isn't going to get him down and grapple with him. Hermanson isn't either, which means we're, we're breaking down a striking matchup between these two yeah, and and that's an easy one for me. I take Chris Curtis. He's a better technical striker. He's a better power striker. Uh, Chris Curtis all day for me. Uh, and, and Chris Curtis. I don't, I don't even think day. it's all that close. And technically, he's technically he's a dog right now, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was it was Pickham a couple of days ago, and now it's he's 105 against minus 110. So, yeah, it's basically Pickham still, but he's a slight slight dog.
0: Yeah, that that's crazy. We'll
1: take be. it. We'll take it um we thought we weren't i just i said after his last fight we're probably not going to get chris curtis as a dog anytime soon but here we go very, very next fight um all right main event time heavyweights curtis blades versus tom aspinall um let's tell you about razor blades he's 16 and three with one no contest he's been he's has 11 knockouts on his record been knocked out himself three times so all of his losses have come via knockout he's 11 and three with one no contest in the ufc he's won two straight and six of seven he won via TKO his last fight. He was a uh, wrestling champ in college. He got two inches of reach on Aspinall. He outstrikes his UFC opponents by 1.84 strikes per minute, plus 105 on him. Aspinall, 12-2, and two, nine knockouts, three submissions. So he's finished all of his wins. He's been submitted once in his career. It's the only time he's been stopped. So he's 5-0 in the UFC, all via finish. 8-0, eight, eight, eight fights in a row, all via finish as well, obviously. 1-0 is a pro boxer. He's got a height of... Uh, height uh one inch of height excuse me on blades two years younger than him striking stats in his favor and he's twice more active landing strikes he outstrikes his ufc opponents by almost five strikes per minute it's 4.68 strikes per minute that's an insane number i think that's the biggest number i've seen since i started tracking this a few months ago uh stats are as well in his favor minus 135 we'll let you break
0: down the main event first Uh, this this is a really hard one to break down this is is one of the hardest hardest main events in some time but uh I thought about it after a while and I'm actually going to go with Tom Aspinall here. Um, I I didn't, uh, it's so hard because I I think Curtis blades is one of the like most criminally underrated guys in the UFC, but like I've seen Aspinall stuff, takedowns and not let people get in on side of it. Like He's got 100% takedown defense in the UFC, but I think it's like three total attempts and, you know, only one from somebody who could actually maybe take somebody down in the UFC and Sergey Spivak. So, like, he faced yeah. nobody like Blades who could take him down. You could say the same thing about, like, Blades with, like, the speed of Tom Aspinall. Like, Blades has fought power punchers. He's lost to a couple of them. He's never fought anybody even close to as fast as Tom Aspinall. So, like, you have to ask yourself, like, which one of these new skills is going to, like, scare the other guy more? I just think Aspinall's footwork and the fact that he switches stances makes it, like, harder for him to get a hold of. He, like, he's, like, one of the few heavyweights who's light on his feet. He, like, moves super fast. I think he's going to stay out of Blades' range and, like, punish him for shooting takedowns. Um, I also worry a little bit that, like, Blades with his big knockout on Chris Dawkins now thinks he can just do that. Um, it yeah. might just like stand with, with Tom Aspinall for three minutes. And that's, I'm going to be honest, three minutes on the feet with Tom Aspinall would be all that, that blades needs to lose this fight. Um, so I, I'm going to pick Aspinall here.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Aspinall Aspinall as well. He, he's a better striker. And, and like you said, faster, more athletic. Um, and he's, he's got a grappling too. uh, BGJ black belt, obviously not as good a wrestler uh, as a wrestler as blades, but um, very good jujitsu. Uh, hopefully he can keep Blades off him with his speed and his power. Um, but it's surprising that um, Blades is only two years older than him. Uh, uh, he is criminally underrated for what
0: he's accomplished at his age already. Yeah, and, and like, man, I, I would just say, like, Curtis Blades may be, and I say this all the time, too, he may be one of the most skilled in terms of, like, a well-rounded MMA game. In all of the heavyweight divisions, right? Like, because like yeah. b- before Naganu showed us like two takedowns against Surreal Gain, like we we all said he's a puncher with no takedown game. And before, you know, I mean Derek Lewis is not a complete fighter by any stretch of the imagination. Curtis Blades is a complete fighter. He can yeah. box, he can take you down, he's got, you know, he's got skills in all kinds of parts of the game. But like I just worry that he's not fast enough or strong enough for somebody like Tom Aspinall.
1: Yeah, Aspinall's speed is what really, really stands out when you watch him fight. So, um, yeah, I guess it shows how high we are on him that despite all the praise for Curtis Blades, we are still picking against him. Um, so that is the main card, but we are not done. Of course, no, we have a recommended place. Um, and we're going to let Dan go first. We have a $100 that we're going to spend on the fights that we think are are, are worth your attention. So we'll let Dan make his first pick.
0: All right, I'm going to kick it out the gate with Chris Curtis. Uh, we mentioned we liked him. Negative 105, I think, is a great number. I'll take 35 of my 100 on Chris Curtis.
1: Woo, I was going to take Curtis as well. Um, what do we have? Minus 105. I don't know if I want 30. I'm just just—I'm going to be more of a scaredy cat. No, actually, go oh, 30. 30 on Curtis for me, money long um, time.
0: All right, and then uh, I'm going to take kind of like a, a chalky favorite here uh, just because I think the line isn't even showing off uh, how much of a favorite he ought to be. I'm going to take another 35 on uh Mark. D'A-C- Casey here.
1: All right. What was that line? That was the last podcast. Um, he is that what uh, I got to scroll down here. Minus 350 on the bone crusher. Um, I like him as well. I'm not sure if I'm taking him yet. Um, we'll see. Uh, so it's 35 on him. All right. Who else do I like? Um, I got Curtis. Main Event's too hard to call. Pimblet numbers too high. Pimblet's minus two sixty. Hmm, no, I can't do that. Um, Paul Craig. Let's take Paul Craig. Um, submission or I'm just gonna take him to. I'm trying to think. He f... What's Paul Craig via finish?
0: Via do finish? You you? Do you yeah. want do you want finish or do you want submission specifically?
1: Uh, forget it. I'm not doing props. I always do props. And this one's already, <laughs> pl- I always get screwed. When I do props. This one's at two, uh one forty already. Give me no, give me another 30 on just Paul Craig money line, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins via submission. So
0: yeah. And I'm going to use my last 30 in the same exact way. Uh, I'm going to use it on Paul Craig's money line. Um, and yeah, I will advise people out there who are thinking uh, Paul Craig subline or Paul Craig, uh, inside the distance line just just be wary of that he he does uh like you know he got the tko technically in the jamal hill fight he got the tko in the shogun fight so like he's not just a sub guy um so like if if you want to you want to dance around with that a little bit that's fine but don't be like you know be in on the money line too i would say that there you go
1: um but they're the gens and they'll probably just go right in on um the, the biggest line they can get down that's, that's the way they were also also like uh yeah i didn't put down i got i gotta put down all your picks here um i like mocha i have even though it's minus 500 maybe that'll be my most how much i've left uh, all right get, give me 40 bucks on Mok i have um to win even though he is up against a hard opponent but um I'll take him anyhow, because he is a real deal, the Punisher. So, Mokab versus Johnson, Mokab money line minus 500. All right. So, Gumby has 35 in Chris Curtis money line, 35 in Marky Dia Casey money line, 30 on Craig, Paul Craig money line. I have 30 on Chris Curtis money line, 30 on Paul Craig money line, and 40 on Mohammed Mokayab money line. All right. Time for Hungry Man Jong Fan Parlay. It will get you at least 10 times your money. What does Dan have cooked up for us this week? This episode.
0: So I just warned you not to take the Paul Craig sub line. Uh, <laughs> yep. And I'm going to start this one by taking the Paul Craig sub line. Um, <laughs> if you're, if you're going to do a monster parlay plus 250 for yeah. him by sub is, is a good price, right? Like if you're, if you're trying yeah, to wild. stack something up big plus 250 for him by sub seems kind of silly. So I'll take him there. And I'll also take the Chris Curtis TKO um, K or TKO over Jack Hermanson. Manson. Oh, okay. um, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if he went out there Jack Romanzen got a little bit too aggressive and he put him away. That's plus 230, um, which is pretty nice as well. So put those two together and you get plus 1055.
1: 1055. So Paul Craig, submission, Chris Curtis, TKO or KO, regardless. Uh, plus 150, 1055, uh, it's pretty darn solid, Dan. I think you're going to do it this week. You're going to hit it. This is it,
0: the one. It's I, I've hit a couple. Well, no, I've hit one before, right? One this year, <laughs> Two two total.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But no. The, the last one was
0: it was fourteen too to not to one instead of instead of just a measly ten.
1: There you go. It's always doable too. You always pick doable ones. So um, we'll see if it comes through this week. Uh, anything else we need to tell them about this event, Dan? No. I'm not sure enjoy. when it starts. So just make sure you watch it.
0: Yeah. Enjoy it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> enjoy it. Uh, get in the Discord and you can chat about it with us if you like. Uh, um, there'll probably be some chatting in there on. Well, this came up Thursday, so you you won't be chatting in there on Wednesday for sure. Um, Thursday, there's no fights. Friday, there's fights. We got some regional fights. Episode one seventy two, you can get our picks on that. There's some um, one championship, Bellator and Cage Wars both go to, all go down Friday. So get in on the slack and talk about that. I'm sure at least John will be in there talking about it. Um, and then Saturday, the main event, we will all be in there talking UFC London so make sure you get in. SG uh, sports podcast.com uh, not I said slack is discord excuse me sports podcast.com slash discord um, is where all the cool kids are now um Twitter SGPN MMA is the show account I am Jeff Fox writer he is Gumby Vreeland uh, my MMA site is moneymma.substack.com at the very least you can get in there and get in a free pick em game for this uh, this week's event um and then dan's other podcast is top turtle mma podcast and this week he has on
0: did you already forget you already forgot no
1: no right. charles johnson um and some guy from the contender series
0: that was Bil- that was the episode dude billy goth
1: <laughs> who billy goth he's billy a Goff,
0: C- yes. he's a ces champion yeah yes
1: yes that was yesterday's episode you think i remember that
0: I I yeah I thought you know maybe you ought to.
1: <laughs> no, I haven't listened yet. It's in the queue still. I have not listened yet to The Top Turtle MMA, but I have not missed an episode. So there you go. Except for the one I was on. I don't need to listen to myself.
0: So.
1: <laughs> um anything else? No, I don't think there's anything else is there?
0: Uh, I think I think we got it all. All
1: right. We will be back on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday to break down this event. Uh, and break down um, how we did with our picks. Until then, I will be Jeff the Monster Fox. He will remain the Gumby God, Daniel Vreeland, and we'll be back in years on Sunday. Bye.